Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jesse, are you, re- are you ready for some juicy bits? <sighs> Oh my god! Okay. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, let's do it. Canadian politics is boring, juicy bits. Canadian politics is boring, juicy bits. Uh, so, Jesse, uh, where are you? You're, you're just, are you currently walking through Italy, as always? I just, for the second time, walked uh, the path of the gods. Hold on. Um, as in Italy, there are very few sidewalks in these areas, and you just have to walk in the middle of the fucking road with the cars. It's a thing I had to get used to. Um, I walked the Path of the Gods, which is near between uh, Bomerano, I believe, and Positano. And it's probably one of the most beautiful hikes I've ever done in my entire life. Unbelievable. And I did that a couple days ago, stayed in Positano for my birthday which was on the 21st um and that was amazing and then i just i sang uh, you happy birthday you did it was delightful <laughs> it was the uh only you were the only person who sang me happy birthday and i'm grateful for that oh you're welcome <laughs> you were the, you were the only person. Yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime as long as long as it's your birthday oh okay all right well, yeah yeah so jesse have you, have, you, have you been have you been paying attention to political news while you're on your italian adventure your eat pray love adventure you know damn well I haven't. <laughs> well, something crazy happened. This this is this episode I'm going to call. This is a juicy bit, but I'm going to call this episode Pierre Polyev's Porn Passport Paradox. No, oh, I'm already intrigued. 
Okay. So, so Yang Pierre, the uh, Canada's hopeful future prime minister, um, at a press conference in Vancouver, basically said that they will require um, government ID to access porn sites uh, in Canada if he becomes prime minister. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Pierre Polyev said that anyone who wants to access porn has to give ID? Government-issued ID to prove that they're old enough to look at porn on the internet. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I, I call it the Pierre Polyev's porn paradox, passport paradox, because the paradox for me is that here was me thinking that he was all about incredible freedom. And needing his permission to have a wank doesn't sound like incredible freedom. <laughs> I want to get his, his direct line and call him up every time I, I need permission to have a wank. I think that we should all do that. Or just, te just, just, te just text him a picture. Just, yeah. just hey, Pierre, you okay with this? Can I carry on? Just give, me, just give me a thumbs up and a wink. A wink and a gun. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, exactly. I have some immediate thoughts on this. The immediate thoughts okay. on this. Which is, is I mean, it's, it's well documented. It's not an opinion. Porn is very, very dangerous. Not dangerous. It's very. Uh, very it's unhealthy. very dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's very. No, it's it depends very what they, it depends what they're doing, Jesse. If they yeah, if got no, fire and stuff. I'm not then. talking about the act of porn. I'm talking about the okay. act of watching porn. Is very unhealthy in a number of cases. It dramatically increases erectile dysfunction in men. It dramatically uh, increases our perception of what normal sex should be like uh, when it is not in any way, shape, or form. It dramatically increases our perception of what the male and female bodies uh, typically look at when they don't. It's just, it's all around. Yeah, between, between the age of 13 and 18, I assumed I could only have sex if I was turning up to fix an appliance at somebody's house. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, this is where there's a gray area, which I love you know, debating about, which is I'm all for finding a way for people under the age of 18 to not be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, help me out here. There's a word. Exposed? Shown, exposed to poor. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's the word I'm going to use. Exposed to porn. Yes. I, as, as, uh, as someone who is an advocate for, for positive mental health, I think that is a step in the right direction. However, forcing people to do anything is typically not the way to go, uh, especially in a political environment. So, well, it's just, it's just the, the thing is, uh, apparently the, the, the porn, like Pornhub has said they will just block access because they don't want the responsibility of having your government ID and an account. Because if they got hacked and somebody leaked all of Pierre's Pornhub history, then it could destroy their business. Like, no one would use their site anymore. So they're like, we don't want anything to do with this. So if you're going to do that, we just won't operate in Canada anymore. Interesting. Which, ironically, would probably be Pierre's ultimate goal anyway. What, to destroy Maybe. Pornhub in Canada? <laughs> Seems like, what do they do to him? <laughs> what did Pornhub do to Pierre? <laughs> Uh, I imagine at one point he uploaded and tried to become like a famous uh, Pornhub star and uh, got no views. Well, That's my he's guess. angry because so. the world rejected his porn. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, no, I mean, yeah. Okay, so it's, 
it's interesting though. It's interesting because um, any change is always, always met with anger and resentment. And yeah. always, doesn't matter. Like when seatbelts were first introduced, Canadians were fucking outraged. Outraged. When you weren't allowed drinking and driving, we were outraged. Any change we're, we're mad with. Once enough time goes by, we can, and we don't care anymore because we weren't a part of the initial change. We can look at it objectively and say, yeah, that actually makes sense. Like here in Italy, there are vending machines where you can buy cigarettes and beer. 24 hours a day, not just beer, wine and hard fucking liquor. You can buy hard yeah, liquor in a vending because, machine because 24 hours a day. Because there's a culture of people, like you raise your kids from a young age to understand that alcohol is not that big a deal and you could enjoy it, it can accompany a meal in a healthy, res- responsible way rather but, than boycotting their yeah. access to it and then them getting like embarrassingly drunk the first time they get hold of alcohol. Well, I, did, I didn't finish, <laughs> which is okay. in order to access the cigarettes or alcohol, you do need to provide an Italian ID, like, sh- like put it in a scanner, and it says, oh, okay, you're of age. Here's your yeah. cigarettes and alcohol. Or you and mugged like, someone of age. Right, yeah, exactly. I tried to do it, and I didn't know that I needed to show an ID. And uh, I was just trying to buy a beer, and I was like, it took my $3 or whatever it was, and it didn't give it back. And I was like, fuck, I don't have an ID. And I was kind of upset. For like a few seconds, because I wasted $3 and I really wanted a beer out of a vending machine just because I thought it would be fun thing to say I did. And and like after my initial like, Arr! I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that, that fucking makes sense. And there was a, a guy there. I'm like, hey, do you have an Italian ID? I already put my money in. Can you just get this for me? He's like, sorry, I'm 15. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so like I get it and it makes sense. And I'm not mad about it. But if they were open and free vending machines for like the past decade and anyone could drink whatever they wanted and then suddenly they made that change, everyone would be mad about it. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is that it's like, it's like controlling access to drugs and alcohol. Like, you look, you, you can't... Kids, like young people, will always find ways to access those things. Like, so I'm, I'm, kid, no, kids, I'm, you could you think, 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 yeah, but think back before the internet when they were porn videos and porn banks, and mm. like kids still got hold of them. They couldn't, they weren't old enough to go in a store and buy them. But no, like, I, I agree with you. I it's almost, agree a, with you, it's but... almost a cliche that a, like a 13, 14 year old kid would have a stash of porn mags in it. <laughs> 
I, I agree with you. I just I think we're arguing semantics because while we're both on the same page with this, like, yes, of course, obviously, if they want if someone wants something, they'll find a way to get it. However, yeah. my, my question would be, um, how effective has it been to restrict it to people who have an ID that says they're over 18 for alcohol and for cigarettes? Has that been effective at all or not no. at all? Like zero percent effective. Like there's got to be statistics on this somewhere, right? Well, it, look, look at look at like the, they banned flavored vapes in Nova Scotia because even though kids couldn't access them, they were like, "Hey, these are aimed at kids." Even though kids can't buy them, so we're just going to ban flavored vapes. Um, right. Because even though the law is against them using it, they're getting it somehow. Well, my question would be: Did it slow it down at all? Like if once if if before that happened, there was say I don't know. You know, eight hundred thousand teenagers across Canada were vaping, and then they put that law into effect, and suddenly six hundred and fifty thousand kids across Canada be like, you know what I mean? Like, was there an effect? Or I don't know. Zero. Effect? Well, that's that's my point. I'd rather <laughs> right? like, I'd, I'd rather kids look at porn than vape. That's my stance. I think it's still healthier. <laughs> wow, you're a cool dad. Just like oh, I want to be your kid at Christmas. Oh. Listen, listen, kids. Just I, I will let you use my ID. Just promise you won't vape. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, Dad, a Playboy stack for Christmas. Another one. Gee, wins. <laughs> like, yeah, I can. Just, just make sure you check it with PA first that he's okay with it, and then you're good. What are your, what are your? I've been telling you my thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? I, I just think that I think is naive and stupid to think that um, Canada can control the internet. <laughs> Okay. That's, That's my stance true. on it. Yeah, no, that is... And they go, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to control the internet. I'm like, yeah, good luck. Good <laughs> good luck with that. It's, you're not it's wrong. Fine. And while I, I kind of... It, it's hard for me to admit, and, because I hate Polyev, and I, everything he stands for is it's just a monster of a human being pretending to be a human. But, like, I'm not against restricting kids from watching porn i think that's not a bad idea if we can get away with it honestly uh, you know what i mean like it's i don't think that's like we're taking us away someone's freedom i'm like yeah i guess it is a little bit but like i'm okay with that you know what i mean like i know but, but you that. can't say that canada's <laughs> going to be the freest country in the world and then um you know and then we're, enforce. we're absolutely not the freest country in the world i know but that's what he's promised <laughs> yeah, me that's what he's promised me the freest country oh, in the world right. should be able to oh, access yeah that's true yeah <laughs> all the porn that, that doesn't honestly you know that doesn't sound free it's, to me you're you, you're talking a language about the, the internet freedom that i really love which is uh something that i've been talking about for a long time which i think is really fucking funny is that the internet as we know it has had like 25 to 30 years of tasting pure unbridled unadulterated freedom and has created its own market, its own set of like even policing trolls, etc. Like its own communication. And now, twenty-five to thirty years later, various governments around the world are like, "Yeah, oh, we're going to control this," and they're not able to do it, and they can't figure out why. And to me, it's fucking hilarious. It's it's really China's the only one that seems to be able to do it so far, and which is here's, remarkable. Here's yeah. my thought on it. Here's my thought. I think that Pierre. I mean, China, China's done it because it's like a massive surveillance state. That's why right. they do it. Yeah, exactly. But um, and you can only access the internet on their terms. But I think this is what happened. Here, Podiev's wife caught him having a wank looking at Pornhub, <laughs> and this policy is him going, "Oh, you're right. Do you know what we should?" Do? And now this is him kind of reacting to keep his wife happy. <laughs> I 
go with that. Yeah, that sounds. She just walked in. He was there watching a video of someone taking a piss on somebody else. <laughs> wearing a Pierre Polyev mask. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a Pierre Polyev pissing on another Pierre Polyev. <laughs> and that's what gets them off, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, do you know what? I'm so sorry. Do you know what? I'll just get rid of Pornhub in Canada altogether. Will that make you happy? Can I sleep in our bed tonight, please? <laughs> it's been three months of the couch and I hate it. Yeah, yeah my back really hurts. Come on. <laughs> I'll just wield power to, to make you happy. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Our show is going to get so much more interesting when he actually becomes prime minister. Oh, man. I know. It'll, I think it'll be really good. For, I think it'll be really good for our downloads, but terrible for everybody just, else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him okay, being prime minister will be good for him and his friends and our downloads, and that's it. This has been a very long, juicy bit. Uh, it is. It has been yeah. Let's well, let's wrap it up anyway, Jesse. So okay. uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, wait, hold on. We got a what? we got a call to action for our listener. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I do have a call to action for our listener. Actually, do you know what? What's that? Um, let's talk a bit about our live show. Right. We've been talking about doing a live show for four fucking years now, and it seems I got the details. Gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, the twenty sixth of May this year at eight p.m. in Two Crows Brewing. In on Hal- Brunswick Street in Halifax. Halifax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're we're they, more it's a very in intimate Toronto event in Montreal and Calgary, and we're going to do it in one of the least popular cities <laughs> where we're least popular, I should say. It's but it's convenient because we live here. So, yeah, but if true. this is this is a little test one. If this there's only there's only fifty five tickets, it's going to be a very small intimate event, and this is going to be a test. that depends on how if we can sell out a small event in a small city, then maybe we'll try doing a bit more of a wider tour. So this is a little test. So so yeah, if go to Canadian Politics is boring.com and a little banner will appear at the top where you can click on the link to go and uh, reserve your tickets. Nice. And if you're one of the first 10 people to buy a ticket, Reese will personally give you a warm hug and whisper a nice compliment in your ear. Yeah. And and Jess, I won't say what Jesse will do. You'll have to wait till the end of the night. <laughs> you better have ID. Oh, God. I thought that was wrong. <laughs> ask, as long as PA, can, PA gives us consent, we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I wasn't. I just realized yeah, yeah, how exactly. insanely creepy I said. What's after I said? <laughs> I was trying to make reference to the episode. And I was like, oh no, that's not. Oh no, I didn't mean it like that at all. I just, <laughs> fuck. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Oh no, well, I'm not a dirty old man. I swear. <laughs> it, it was pretty wrong. Anyway, you've been hanging around uh, the, uh, the the sexual Italian energy for too long. <laughs> That's the name of the hotel and that. Yeah. It's sexual Italian energy. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like you, you need you need to show your government ID to stay there. Sit not sit. Sigh. See. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Right. Well, right. Bye everyone. Go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com right now, reserve one of the fifty five seats and come have a good time with us. Come buy us a drink. Well, we'll probably show. hang out afterwards. Of course we well. will, yeah. Probably hang out. Get us fucking wasted. I'm not gonna just leave as soon as we finish. <laughs> Reese says to go nap. Immediately after yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go do the packed lunches for the kids tomorrow at Moth. So Okay, bye everybody. Bye. Canadian politics is boring juicy bits. Canadian
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 